like G- like Jason says, like Jim, J- you're flirting with strike one. Jason says they're you know, they're in AW because of the money, and so what if they are? Like, isn't isn't that what motivates a lot of people? Except they aren't. Well, I or I, I don't think that they necessarily are. But what if they are? What if what if some of the people in a, that it, have gone to AEW only do it because of money? Isn't that part of the reason that WWE was able to scoop up a lot of the indie talent over the last five years? Because they were they were going to pay them more than they were also. And I think this is a, a good segue to the Mick Foley thing. Um, for the past twenty years, we've gotten to know a ton of independent wrestlers and a lot of them, their aspirations are get to the pinnacle of professional wrestling, which was only the WWE. That was your choice. If I want to make it in my field, I want to get to the WWE three years ago or however long ago, AEW that, that changed. AEW is now a factor and young independent talent, old independent talent, can now change their goal and say, I want to wrestle on television for AEW. Yeah. All right. Let's... That wasn't an option 15 years ago. No, it certainly wasn't. All right. Let's, I have the video. This is from Mick Foley's um, Facebook page. So let, let, let's go to that. We'll, we'll get his, his comments here. Hello, this is hardcore legend, Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE. We've got a problem because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines, but part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. If it's not broke, uh, don't fix it. Uh, if I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me uh, back in the day. That was a different time different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be uh, with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. Um, I, I fail to Mark see. <laughs> Mark's out. Most people would have thought <laughs> that, that would have been me that would have Mark. That really spoke to him. Dead. Mark's he's making a change. <laughs> Most people would have figured it was me that would have left during that. Um, but like, show, how well said was that? Show me the lie. Yeah, you know, I I think Mick has a tremendous point. And do I think there are still there are certainly still some people who WWE is their main goal. But I think you know, and if. You know, I, 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 we come back to it, and the episode this week is titled it. Um, I think a lot of people got worked up by worked up by Roman in what he said, but like that needle has moved. Like I, 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 it's, it's, you know, I, I think there are a lot, a lot of talent, and Mark's back, eh, maybe. Um, <laughs> what is? What is going on? Good lord. Um. 
but yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't have put it better than Mick Foley, and he's somebody who, you know, he's he's been he's been in that locker room and he's been in that backstage even in recent years for appearances. Like th- these are the sort of things that should be alarming. Yeah, it's, it's not like Mick's like a constant critic of the company. He champions for the company often in mm-hmm. any chance he gets. You know, I mean, we saw him, three of us anyway, at the stand-up show, and a, a lot of his stories were just kind of praising the, the company that he worked for for so long. So it, it's not like he's kind of one of the bitter former talents that's going to say something like this. I think Mick is always going to speak with the best interests of the company at heart so i think that's why i think it it shocked people so much because you don't see that you don't see mick being outspoken about wwe like that you see him being outspoken about certain talents uh, about certain social issues but rarely about the actual company so i think it it holds a lot of weight here with what he has to say and and hopefully it, it gets in front of the right ears the right eyes but who knows because i've seen a lot of negative reaction about it and i don't think people are seeing the point of his statements he's not trying to bash he's trying to improve the situation as best as he can you know i think mick is one of the more more honest voices on on social like he'll call it like it is whether you know whether it's i mean he called out aew for the booking of their women's division like he's not he's not like fanboying for one company over the next he's giving his honest opinion as somebody who's given Literally, his life and body to this business. Uh, Jason says, when Mark's screen goes blank again, hopefully there's a surprise debut when it comes back up. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan, Tim, Mark, any any thoughts on on uh, what, what Mick had to say? Is there anybody better than Mick Foley, though, to have this opinion? Here we have a guy his entire career known as Cactus Jack and gets implemented into the WWE system and becomes mankind with the brown and the mouse or the rat and the mask. He trusted that enough to say my career as Cactus Jack only got me so far. I trust the WWE to do the right thing with me and this Mick or uh, and this mankind gimmick. Ultimately going far enough to incorporate his original gimmick as Cactus Jack in his WWE run. There's not many people that I can think of that have had that great of a success knowing as somebody else outside of the WWE going to the WWE and having more success as this new gimmick. So Mick Foley has the absolute right to say, hey, I gave my trust to them. Today, I might not. Today, if if they pitched the Mankind gimmick to him today, would he say yes, or would he say, I know I can go to AEW, where they'll let me be Cactus Jack, that's established and well-known, and I can have a hell of a career as Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. The, the, the retort to that, though, is that Mick Foley was at the AEW before he went to WWF. He was in WCW. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And they misused him there. Well, not misused him, but he, okay, didn't, get his, that's he fair. didn't get as much out of where he was. Sure. So he had that other opportunity. Now, t- 
to kind of make the same point though, had people 20 years ago or over the last 20 years since the buyout, if they had a legitimate second option besides like ring of honor or impact, would they have taken it? How many, how many talents do we, have we seen come through WWE in that time frame? Like a John Cena, or Randy Orton, a Batista, that 2002 class, that famous 2002, 2003 class. How many of those don't go to WWE if there's another place? That's fair. And, and it's on the rise. Um, Tim, I think you stumbled onto a great question, and we might have to table this, but uh, Sinclair's a very wealthy company. Could Sinclair have thrown the money at Ring of Honor the way the cons are doing AEW and made a legitimate second brand to challenge the WWE years ago? And I don't know how long, I guess, I, I don't know how long they have owned ROH. Yeah. I know Gabe was part of it. Feinstein was part of it. There was a whole bunch of other stuff. But when the buyout happened, they had the money. They probably could have made a, a solid run at it, <laughs> but chose to keep it what it was and that's fine i feel like that i love di- ring of honor i feel like that's the difference between and i mean this and and you and i ryan have talked about this off the air like hamburgers well, yes hamburgers um but like when when tony khan gets out in front of a crowd with a microphone he just looks like the biggest mark in the room and he kind of is so, like, I feel like that's the difference. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I mean, the word mark is in money, Mark. Sure. But, like, to me, that's the difference between entertainment company that owns a wrestling brand versus billionaire that starts a wrestling company. So, like, yeah, could Sinclair have done it? Sure. But are you really going to invest I done it and be successful i don't mean done it and challenge like impact challenge there for a little bit with the hulk hogan and money misspent sure but like sinclair's looking there like look we can we can do and we can have this ring of honor brand and it, it, it's going to bring some attention to us and it is what it is like I, I don't think they were ever going to like shoot that shot and try to challenge the wwe i think they knew look we're, we're probably not going to challenge the wwe wwe's okay. the established brand we're like tony khan's like fuck it let's uh let's let's throw the money bags out there let's try and like, be worse than the jaguar <laughs> exactly so like you know i i think that that really is the big difference there is is it's it's a it's a billionaire's like you know I, and I don't don't mean this how it's going to sound, but I've heard people refer to it this way: is like it's it's a billionaire's vanity project versus an entertainment company's wrestling brand. I think that's the big difference, and and it's paying off. Ex- probably like I don't know what Tony Khan and the EVPs when they were sitting at the start of AEW. Like I don't know what their three year goal was because we're basically coming up on those three year deals. Like I don't know what their three-year plan was, but like, do you, like, 
I don't know if they would have necessarily thought they would have been where they were at this point. And and I said something after Sunday after Sunday night's pay per view that like I think AEW's days of of booking the collegiate arena are over or coming to an end. And then Tuesday, I think it was, they announced that in December they're coming to the new home of the New York Islanders, the brand new arena that's opening in New York. Now, it's 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 a big it's a big wrestling market in the Northeast, but like I think we're gonna start seeing more of that. I mean, they sold out the United Center. You know, they're going they're they they if they haven't already, they're gonna sell out Arthur Ashe. They're gonna sell out that arena in New York. So like is the WWE running the week before them? Uh, yes, at that arena. That'll be fun. You know, yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure there won't be uh, ticket sale comparisons going on there. There was more bags of popcorn sold at the AEW show. <laughs> yes, Tim. So Sinclair purchased Ring of Honor May twenty first, two thousand. 11 wow oh wow okay so it's been over 10 years since they purchased ring of honor and that so that kind of leads me to my answer for your question but yeah yeah it does yeah um but was like there was a point i was gonna make Oh, seeing Jason, a comment Jason made in in the chat. Um, you guys are acting like they're they're volunteering. We're talking about the the wrestlers coming over. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to come off like that. That guy was. That guy mm-hmm. volunteered. I mean, probably. Brian Danielson volunteered. In. In the day we were talking about with Hogan and Savage and Luger, the focal point of the wrestler is to make money because you have to think, and and I've had this conversation before, and I think I've had it here on the show. Everyone who wrestled for the most part in like the night in like the eighties and the nineties were a failed something. Failed at failed al failed athlete right. failed whatever they're picking up bouncers they're not they're not they may be wrestling fans but are they actually wrestling fans? Where wrestlers now guys like Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole grow up as wanting to be wrestlers. So what motivates what motivated a wrestler in the eighties? the money, the notoriety, the being the superstar, because they can see, they can see guys like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger be big time, big body guy, movie stars. See where Hogan went. It was rock star without the rock. Correct. Yeah. Now it's about one, the, <laughs> the phrase, the phrase that's being thrown around a lot is the art of wrestling, the art of professional wrestling, but also people nowadays would give up a portion of their salary to have the freedom to do other things that interest them other than their nine to five or wrestling. 
Cole loves his Twitch streams. He's the only person on WWE in the in that contracted group that stayed on Twitch after the mandate of your money comes out of your downside guarantee. He stayed on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. <laughs> like, so Adam Cole wants to do stuff that he wants to do. He wants the freedom. Same thing with a CM Punk. He's still able to do his outside ventures with the UFC, doing commentary for stuff for for their developmental brand. There's plenty of wrestlers in AEW that that stream on Twitch or on YouTube. They have vlogs and stuff like that. And AEW incorporates what they what the what the people do outside of television into the the mainstream television whereas wwe's like don't be anything else yeah and i mean this notion of volunteering like okay so if you work in in any industry i don't care what industry you work in and there's multiple companies but there's like two really big ones and you have the opportunity to stay with a company that you work for, or there's another company who does basically the same thing that you do, and they're going to pay you a shitload more, and you know some people who work for that other company, and they're like, dude, this place, super fun. Like, you know how, like, the place we work at, like, you know, that you work at, because I've been there, it's like, it's not, it's not not quite as fun and they don't like let you do as much stuff outside of work and like you're kind of like beholden to the brand it's totally not like that over here yeah and let me let me remind you they pay you like let's just say even more than what yeah where you used to work don't act like you're not gonna at the very least flirt with the other side or go you know what um you know i only have one life to live uh why don't i go make more money over there because we know for a fact that the company over here, the WWE, like, if they can make money on you, it doesn't matter if you go to the other side. Like, I've already seen rumors because, like, you know, those three-year deals that are coming up, there's already been rumors that, like, the WWE is, uh, you know, are like, there's, like, I don't know if there's actually been conversations but like like people are already starting and i think you might have even said it ryan on when we were talking on sunday watching the pay-per-view but like i've seen rumors that like wwe is considering throwing like big money at jericho and like i don't think jer i I truly don't think jericho is going back to the wwe i think he'll one day be in the hall of fame but i don't think jericho ever wrestles for wwe but i've already seen some of these rumors that like there's guys in wwe that jericho wants to wrestle and like i mean raw could certainly use uh (laughs) Like a a a a face, a, a recognizable face that's going to get attention, like a Chris a Jericho, fifty-year-old former WCW star, like <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> um, okay, but like, you know, like, but but, the, but like the bottom line is, is 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 it's it's not volunteering. Like, I'm not I, I I'm not saying that the guys that are going to AEW are volunteering, like, but. If if there's a buzz and and there's a notion that, um, 
that 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 people are enjoying themselves and they're they're having fun and like charlie says get more time off like any number of reasons why aew seems like a better place to go i don't i don't think they're volunteering i think people are making a choice to go over there if that place wants them yes ryan if you're a wrestler and you're at the WWE, is there any concern a year, two years from now? I don't know who's owning the company I'm working for anymore. And that scares me. I don't know what a Disney WWE looks like. And that worries me. But I know what AEW looks like. And that feels safer right now. I don't hear anybody having a conversation around that. Is there concern? And they should be having right i mean we're all in business we've all work at places if your job and company is up for sale and somebody new is going to start calling the show that should worry you a little bit right yeah i mean here's the thing i i also don't think i don't think that wwe is ever gonna fail to exist isn't that what killed wcw though wcw felt like they were in pretty solid ground and then um networks from AOL started calling the shot not wrestling people started calling the shots that's fair it's certainly fair um I don't know I think the difference is that the non-wrestling people who owned the television called the shots and then eventually they didn't want wrestling anymore whereas WWE they have contracts out with other like TV stations. Yeah, and I don't think like if like if WWE sells to like NBC Universal, I think that the wrestling people in WWE will probably still run the company even though it won't be owned by the McMahons. Okay. Uh Charlie says with Crowder roster, I won't be surprised if one year if in one year guys like Hangman or MJF move. I don't think guys I don't think Hangman or MJF are going anywhere. I can't wait until WWE gets the bill of goods known as Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> like, I can't wait when they're like, ah, oh, he's the next guy. And then they get him and then they realize he's not that good. Well, and like, and they put suspenders and a fucking mask on him. <laughs> yes. Or like, I like, you're not going to see the MJF promo from last night. In the WWE. That's why you have MJF. WWE MJF has to be sweeter than Little Debbie over Mark's shoulder. <laughs> That's um, what WWE gets. Other shoulder. WWE MJF is probably Bo Dallas. <laughs> but like there there will undoubtedly be there will be people who at the end of their three year I think that's what most of the initial AEW deals were. At the end of the three-year deals are not going to be re-signed. I don't know who they're going to be. I don't know if any of them will sign with WWE. But there will probably be people just based on roster size that probably won't get re-signed by AEW. And, and like, I'm curious to see who they are and where they land. Same as if certain, you know, people from, certain people from WWE, they don't re-sign where they land. Um, wrapping up here, Jason, you guys took my volunteering comments the wrong way. I bought into it. I paid for it. I choose to buy a pay-per-view and I haven't done that for years. Well, good. 
Um, this is the same guy that was AAW trash can emoji, correct? Correct. This is Jason. That's that's All that right. Jason. Jason, hot damn. Uh, there you go. Here's the deal. There's no questioning. They're the hot hand. Oh yeah. There's no. There's no debate about that. I mean, they beat a or NXT. Yeah. Um, are you guys all going to watch NXT next week? Absolutely. Any interest at all? I'm curious. I'm curious to see. Well, like I want to. First off, I want to see the CWC and and the the overhaul and all of that. But like, and if there's any question that Vince McMahon is calling the shots, there's a goddamn wedding booked on it. <laughs> I can't wait for that wedding. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, get ready, get ready. Indy, Indy Hartwell is going to be on. Uh, He's, she's going to be Mark's one, three. two, and three next yep. week. Yep, she very well could be. Did you see the bachelor party this week? I actually, no. I didn't watch a sec. I haven't watched a second of NXT. The bachelor party is worth watching. Is it? All right, I'll have to check yeah, that out. It, it was really good. It was really good. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what. Um, you know the, the, the Phillies lost again. Cool. <laughs> I'm curious to see what the new look and feel of the show is going to be and the direction of NXT. Um, God, I hate the logo. Um, I'm I'm like, I'm indifferent on the logo to be honest. Like I don't love it. I don't hate it. I want to see it in the con in the context of the full presentation. Like before I like because like I mean is I it just hate I, I just hate that it's not centered. I know <laughs> I I can't. I, I I just have to push that through. I have to push that through my brain, um. But and I I don't even necessarily think and 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 oh Mark's Bye, gone. Mark. Mark's gone. Um, th- this is kind of like uh, closing thoughts for the week. But like I don't necessarily think a re a a redirection a a um you know a a new mission statement whatever however you want to describe it for NXT is necessarily a bad thing. I, I I think I think it actually could be, um, hi Mark. Hi Mark. Uh, I think it could actually be a a, a good thing. Hi oh hi Mark. For 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 NXT and 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 for WWE and 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 where they want to take this brand for the future because for for some of the things we've said over the show tonight is like who are the young stars of the WWE? And then we heard crickets like there there really isn't any. So you know maybe this actually is a good thing like. The Parker. Real quick, let's talk about the 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 young stars of the WWE. Mm-hmm. The young successful stars of the WWE have been treated like AEW treats their stars, and were allowed to carry their namesake from the Indies and other places we know them into the NXT brand. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Adam Cole, Ricochet. Red Dragon, not as a tag team, Tomato but Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. These are like the successful Rod Strong. Um, these are all guys that we knew prior to and, and came over, and they kept their name. How old Roderick Strong? Uh, 42. <laughs> 38. I wasn't that far off. All right. I, I'm not saying – all right. I'm saying the successful people in NXT then, the people that came over and have been really successful sure. are people that have been allowed to keep their name and weren't fully rebranded. Yeah. Triple H is NXT. These last couple skeleton head skull NXT. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's 
I'm I'm going to give it a shot. If it if I I, I think I tweeted I'll watch. it. I think I tweeted out the other week. Like if it sucks, then it sucks, and that sucks because I've loved NXT for, um, you know the the better part of almost the last decade since the network, uh, came to be. Like I've I've loved NXT, and it's going to suck if it if <laughs> if that brand sucks, it will absolutely suck. But um, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm not writing it off, you know just. <laughs> fucking hate it i love it i love it god damn it if you yeah if you're here if you're only listening to the podcast and you hit this moment go to the youtube please and, and just look what it's sitting yeah in. We're, we're, we're we're two hours 15 minutes in into the show yeah Good, bookmark just, it remember it if wwe is serious about billing stars cross keith lee and the vikings uh would be the same thing um, I think y'all can agree with Cross was made now? for Raw or SmackDown, not how he's being portrayed right now. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Wayfair Demolition does absolutely nothing for me, man. It's fucking it's it's bad. Like I get that that Scarlet, whatever is going on with her health wise, uh, is the report. Um, it, it, it's unfortunate, but you still don't have to book cross with that stupid ass mask and suspenders you don't, you don't um you know and 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 keith lee obviously with with the health concerns there um you know he hasn't been seen since the the one week he came back so i, I don't know if there's still um health issues and things like that there so so um whatever the, whatever the situation is with keith lee right now we wish him the best um real quick tim this is this is i think your your category more uh, what's the chances we see an AEW Bullet Club? Mm. And is that more maybe to the NWO that you were speaking of? I mean, technically, we already have it because that's what the elite is. Just call it something different. Yeah. I mean, because they can't call that, it the Bullet Club. But that was what the Bullet Club was. So if you remember, with the Bullet Club. Kenny and the Bucks spun out of the Bullet Club and called themselves the Elite. Okay. And that's where, like, the heat between him and Tamatanga was um, before. But, like, I... that That's kind of where things things are with that. God damn it. This ridiculous. I love you, Tim. Uh, Charlie says he meant on NXT we could see his presentation. We said that. How many times did we say on this show that Karrion Cross's presentation in NXT was built for the main roster? And then he went to the main roster and they literally went, here's, Here comes the ass. Here's none of that. Um, Jason says, I'm looking forward to Sting versus Tully in the geriatric main event after that challenge last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Devin, uh, this is a good question to end on. Do we see takeovers in big arenas again? with the changes coming uh no at least not for a while i think i think their home is going to be the capital wrestling center i think that's why the the shows have been pre-taped and they're overhauling that that building they're overhauling the look of the the brand the logo the music the theme all of it it's it's a complete overhaul and i think we go back to takeovers and i think again right now i actually i i I think it is at the very least it's a good idea on paper. Will it will it pan out? I don't know. We'll see. But uh, anybody else thoughts on that? I don't think I don't think NXT is a touring brand at all. 
No house show. Nothing. Well, they might do some like Florida house shows. Well, maybe. Like you nothing. know, like they've been doing just to get guys more work. But because I mean, there's no rules in Florida anyway. So that's fair. <laughs>